Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have, and we're with Andrew Portelli in Melbourne. Hello, Andrew. Hi, hi, Anna. <laughs> Hello, Berlin. <laughs> Hello, Germany. <laughs> Hello, Australia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, got you on the pod because I saw you. You were one of the few comics I actually ran into a bit more in Adelaide, and um, and you and you did my and you did my open mic in Adelaide too. Yeah. 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 How was that? Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, obviously I destroyed, um, <laughs> some and, good supermarket uh, material. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I destroyed, um, uh, tried some new stuff. Yeah, it was good. I don't know. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember when we when I first saw you. I think I first saw you perform maybe um, in 2019 or 2018, 2019 when I visited. Maybe I saw you at a show there, but maybe not. Maybe at a Voltaire show and then it was last time where I actually spoke to you um, at Voltaire on the 1st of January, 2023. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing um, that New Year's Day show for just all the comics who are so needy and desperate that I would say dedicated you know dedicated well yeah it depends how you frame it but um that they show up just fucked <laughs> on new year's day <laughs> I was so fresh though it was, it was that show also helped motivate me to not drink and not party on that new year's eve because I decided to stop drinking and then I was still a bit on the edge of I was really gonna not drink for 2023 and then getting that spot I was like because the party that I was invited to for new year's eve was in Castle Maine right and I was like no, nah, I'm going to prioritize the spot and I'm actually going to stick with not drinking. Yeah, wow. And not partying. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think we had met before. I can't remember where exactly. I but like I did notice there. that this time you didn't have like leaves and twigs in your hair. So, yeah, I could see that you turned a corner for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time I was in Australia was pretty loose. You know, even a week before um, uh, the start of 2023, I had some pretty wild times in Melbourne. Yeah. 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 Because you are um, Melbourneian. Yeah. 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 So I still got still got good friends here. Yeah. Still know all the fun places. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you? Did, You're almost more Melbourneian than a lot of Melbourneans because you moved to Berlin. <laughs> so, <laughs> in a way, that's the really. <laughs> it's the real. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be yeah. Benchmark. Whereas I moved. I moved from Perth to Melbourne, so. I'm sort of like here? a fake Melbourneian, and then the real Melbourneians move. Move to, to Berlin. Yeah, or yeah, or New York or something. On, yeah, or where else? That's really it. Yeah. Um, do you, when did you move to Melbourne? Um, Twenty sixteen. Oh, that's when I moved to Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, just before Brexit and Trump. Yep. Um, yeah. Draw your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> just before Brexit and Trump, yeah. you moved to Melbourne. Yeah. From WA. Well, we don't know what's cause and effect, but um, nah. yeah, from WA. Yeah, yeah. Where, you say WA, like a really small place in WA or? Uh, I grew up near Frio. Okay. Um, That's Fremantle if anyone was interested. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was... Um, if anyone was interested. Sorry. That's, that's so mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are a Melbourneian. <laughs> um, fucking rude. <laughs> Dismissive. <laughs> oh, you've picked it up pretty well. Then. <laughs> Pretentious. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was uh, I was living and working 
um, yeah, like in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for a few years, and then I moved. Living and working in Fremantle, and then you moved to Melbourne. No, 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 sorry, in Perth. In oh, Perth. you're living, sorry. I, yeah, I, we I, call I, the, ci- the, the Perth, city. Perth's the city. The city in WA. Yes. Wow, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, and then why did you move to Melbourne? Um, uh, the, yeah, I mean, I was, I think I, I just wanted to leave, uh, Perth, although I didn't really understand, I didn't know why. Um, and Were you doing comedy in Perth? Yeah, I'd been doing it for a bit, but like for maybe three or four years, but I wasn't really getting anywhere. Um, and, uh, hmm. yeah, the, the person I was dating at the time was moving over and I'm like, that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd just changed jobs and I could move, I could do that job over here. So there are just a few different things, but yeah. yeah, I didn't really have a moment of like, Oh, I'm moving. I just sort of moved and then stayed. Like I didn't really ever decide. It wasn't know? like, ah, I'm, it's Melbourne. It's yeah. Melbourne. That's where I'm going. No, no, it wasn't like that. It was just like, ah, oh, I better move. That, that, that kind of situation feels really, um, you. Like, uh, that's a, like your, your, I don't know, the way, the way you do comedy, the way your, your vibe, that feels very, um, from the little I know about you, very typical yeah. Andrew sort of. Yeah. It's got a bit of a flowy, like, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I definitely am not like a bang, like it's time <laughs> kind of guy. It's more like, oh yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see what that's like. That's yeah. Nice. Pretty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and now, um, you know, you think sometimes about moving back, but it's like, yeah, but what um, What would force me? Like, mm-hmm. there's no, I'm just so, like, I've got so much inertia that something would have to force me, yeah. Well, is there, yeah, is, like, what would be the attraction to moving back? Uh, just the my family, family. Who I'm very close with. Okay, that's yeah. that's really nice. That's yeah. That's the only thing. I, I love all my friends here, all of them. I, there's a, there's a few friends um, here that I'm still really really close with, and I love them. But it's my family that's the only reason why I doubt yeah. where I live. Mm. Um, do you get back? Yeah, not super um, super funny. But do you get back to see them a lot? Or uh, last year I went back, I think five times. Oh wow! Because during. COVID years, um, ah, yes. you couldn't go back much. Um, yeah, but that was, yeah, that was quite a lot. Like just so much travel. It's such a, it's, it's like a four and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's not. Um, and it's expensive. So that was probably the limit of how much I could go back in a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I had the same thing post pandemic cause um, my parents were in London and so as soon as like uh, the restrictions kind of lifted and my mum felt safe enough because she's high risk, then I went over to London like four times before they moved back to Australia and then came over to Australia as well. So it was like the amount of family time was huge in 2022. Yeah. 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 And then after a while you're like, you know what, actually this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I might um, sort of cut you both off. <laughs> no. <I'm> just, <laughs> but but that's like, a funny, do they ever come and visit you? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. Um, not they haven't been to Melbourne for a while, uh, but um, I think since I can't, I don't think they've come since COVID. But yeah, oh, they, okay. they've been yeah. a, a couple of times before that. Um, 
Mm. Yeah, and hopefully they'll come again. Yeah. It's just it's just harder, like... Um, There's more of for, them. Or... Well, yeah, and it's harder for older people to travel. Yeah. For me, it's still very straightforward. You know, I don't even have... Um, I don't even have checked baggage, you know? Like, it's it's like catching a bus. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas for them, it's a whole fucking thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I had... Okay, so I really hope that... Um, I don't think my... Well, I know that most of my family doesn't listen to my podcast, but I had the, the, the thought yesterday, mainly when, like, my brother gave me a bum steer as to where to meet him. So I thought I was meeting him at an Essendon football field. And it turns out I had to go, like another 30 minutes out of the city towards Tullamarine to meet them. Right. And like, I don't have a car and this was like, right. I was catching an Uber. And I just, it was the first moment where I was like, I'm putting in so much effort to see my family. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Right. <laughs> for me. Okay. And I don't like that kind of resentment. Um, yeah. Angle, but it's, you know, like I've, I'm doing these festivals and like figuring this out. And this is a huge financial investment and I knew that and it's my plan mm. and I'm only able to do it because I've got this corporate gig and so it's like all right let me blow two grand to yeah. like see if I can come over to Melbourne regularly and make money and see the fam mm-hmm. but um but yeah I had just this like surge of like I'm the only one making the effort here like I yeah. should only come over every second year because you yeah. know like they they can come over like but the thing is my brother's got like He's about to have a fourth child tomorrow. Wow. And uh, and my parents are, you know, travel's not that easy for them either. Yeah. So it's like, as much as I'm like, I have to make all the effort. It's like, oh, yeah, it's you're easier. still mobile. Mm. And it's like, and one person and it's like, yeah, well, maybe I'll just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, I guess that's sort of the crazier thing is like, um, the more solitary and lonely your life is, um, the more you have to sort of go out of your way to see um, people who have a lot of love and company in their life. <laughs> the thing is, I just... <laughs> because they're like, it's too hard. I'm surrounded by all my loved ones <laughs> and my rich uh, life and um, the house that I own. And so <laughs> yeah, right. I can't meet you. Uh, why don't you come meet me? Because you know, right? it's just you. It's just you, um, yeah. The thing is, in, in Berlin, you know, I've got a very rich community and people that I have love with, and uh, sure. you know, they yeah. just they just don't fit that 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 stereotypical. Yes. I feel like everyone in Melbourne, and and I'm going to say Australia. I feel like Australia, everyone partners up, has kids. Maybe they fuck they fuck around in like the swinger scene at some point, or they get a little bit, you know, try different things out, but like. Yeah. It's a, it's pretty across the board. What do you think? It's pretty, I feel like it's pretty across the board. People follow the path and like buying a house comes in quite, quite soon after settling down with someone. And mm. yeah. Well, I used to say that same thing about Perth mm-hmm. when I moved here. Yeah. And then, um, and now it seems to be happening here in Melbourne as well. Yeah. So I think it, it just, I think everyone ends up doing it at some point. Um, it yeah. just like different places it happens at different times. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's, I, I'm not sure if I've seen many people who are like no children, you know, single and like not sort of ah, trying to settle down or whatever. And, um, 
and living, yeah, like like mm. in, in, in Berlin, I see, I know a lot of people who are in their 40s, no intention of like having right. kids, yeah. sort of single kind of life, mm -hmm. dating people, happily in their, you know, single one person of apartment and yeah. travel a lot. Like it's just. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't common. know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you know, I, I was just hoping that you'd be like, actually, no, Anna, I think, it, you know, there are different alternative lifestyles here and you're just well, there, I mean, there definitely are. I just don't, yeah. I don't know. Like I only know like me and probably three other people. So I can't really <laughs> speak to broader trends. All right, cool. I know, um, you met one of the people I know. Um, when Who came, that? that uh, Your neighbor. Yeah, Your neighbor. my okay. neighbor. Okay. And then, yeah, there are two other people. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't as know. If, Andrew. I don't know. But as a comedian, though, like you're. Yes, but I only. Yeah, I mean, I know other comedians, but they they don't have typical lives. Okay, so it is a. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's talk about something. Um, yeah. Do you have anything like uh, on the adults-only spectrum that you're interested? I I probably do want to go into the conversation about porn that we were having um, in Adelaide, but um, I'll just like. <laughs> But really? if you don't want to talk about it, that's totally fine also. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that sounds like you're not comfortable. We don't have to talk about that. Right. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to do that. It was more we're talking about um, sort of, you know, things that we need to uh, keep, a, uh, things we need to cut out. And, um, and actually, who was I? I, talk, I was talking to my mum about it, um, about porn. She was like, you know what? I think porn's just like drugs. And I'm like, it's funny you should bring this up. Mm -hmm. So I was having this conversation the other day with a comedian. And, um, and she's like, yeah, I think porn is actually very unhealthy. And, and I was like, look, I think porn's just, you know, it's, it's like any drug. You just got to do it in moderation. Mm -hmm. But there are some drugs that you can't moderate for yourself. And uh, like mine is definitely weed. And um, yeah, boom. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, um, so then, uh, hmm, where can we go uh, in terms of like, um, I'm curious what, what topics we could touch on. Hmm. Um, well, I'm doing a comedy festival show. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Nah. I, look, I, I should say as well, like, um, and obviously, I didn't tell you this uh, when you asked me to do it, be on your podcast. Yes. Um, but I'm very um, not funny <laughs> <laughs> on podcasts. So. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And not in a way of like, yeah, I just, I feel really embarrassed <laughs> at how not funny I am. Uh, I yeah. loved how when we were chatting with Sam Kisajukian at the Adelaide Fringe, how it was just like, but I really respect your writing, Andrew. I really respect your writing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. 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 No, he does. He, he really respects your yeah, writing. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. It was nice. It yeah. was really nice. To get a compliment. It's good to get compliments. For once. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> What's, uh, yeah, I, I've had some really nice compliments recently. Um... Okay, so I, um, I'm seeing a couple of young men uh, in Berlin, and, um, and I'm really trying not to. What's the youngest you've gone? Like, uh, I'm going to get back around to compliments, but what's, oh, the, okay. what's, the, what's, the, youngest, like, what's the biggest age difference you've ever uh, had? 13. Whoa! No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> 
progressive you are now. <laughs> really? Um, no, no, you're joking. No. No. God. No, but I mean like 13 years difference. No, no, no. How, no, 13 how... years old. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Okay. Uh, no. Um, how old are you again? You're... I'm 35. 35, that's right. Um, I think, yeah, the biggest gap would be probably like six years. Oh, okay. That's very... And that's younger than you or older than you? Uh, younger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's very... Very normal. No, like that's healthy. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, I'd say I'm pretty normal. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but okay, six. Yeah, my ex-husband was seven years older than me. So right. That's like, that was that was the oldest. Uh, that was the biggest gap I'd ever had before. Yeah. But at the moment. Wait. Okay. So your listeners know that you used to be married. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Or I did know. you? I can't remember. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. No, no, no. We can talk about it. If no, you want. that's okay. Okay. So. Have you been married before? No. Um, Do you want to get married? I would love to get married. Oh. Um, oh. But actually, I was just thinking about this today. Like, um, I have only, I've never been through a divorce. I've only gone through breakups. Mm-hmm. And like, in your 20s, people, when you go through a breakup, are really sympathetic. Yeah. And then in your 30s, if you say the word breakup, people are like, what? You're like a kid. Like, really? You have to go through a divorce. People don't care anymore. About your breakups. A breakup, yeah. Breakups don't count. Now you have to have like had property together or a kid and it has to be really ugly. So Wow. Yeah. It's um, like... Uh... So when you say divorce, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm in the presence of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Holy dooly. <laughs> Holy dooly. I do. Yeah, I do like... Uh, the, the, my umbrella sort of production label being adults only comedy because it's like yeah like you know, adult, adult things you know like uh, taking taking responsibility but like um, but yeah being uh, being divorced there's, there is a kind of uh, status you get from having been married what status is that that you're an adult if you've yes. gone through marriage you're a divorcee I'm a divorcee exactly yeah. I love that term that was, that was I was so excited when I got divorced to be called a divorcee after right like that's such a it's got so much um, I kind of like, like 1930s a, New York twang you know? connotation and like weight to it exactly <clears throat> you could be um, yeah like a femme fatale in a in a detective um, movie mm-hmm. or, or show yeah yeah um, there was a fun period. The Black Widow or something. Exactly. Uh, there was a fun period when I was still married, but um, my ex was in Australia. I was in Berlin, and I had um, I had like my longest um, relationship in Berlin during that period, and he quite enjoyed the fact that he was fucking a married woman. Wow. I guess and just the just being able to say it, like, oh yeah, right, she's married. Wow. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all like. What about the sanctity of the institution? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, made a, you made a vow. <laughs> you made a vow. <laughs> before God. Did you make it before God? No. Or just in the civil? It was civil. Actually, yeah. our it was civil. Well, it was actually civil the whole time. Mm. No, I, I mean like a, a civil union. It was union. a civil union, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but the, the registration office that we got married in was just up the street from where we lived. Uh, it was actually in an, uh, like an indigenous art gallery. And this is in like, Australia? This is in Melbourne, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, on Pump Road. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, how old were you? I was 27. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty standard... Standard age. Marrying age. Yeah. I always said mm-hmm. I wanted to get married at 27. 
That yeah. happened. The 27 Club. The 27 Club, yep. <laughs> that was the start of the end. James Dean, <laughs> Kurt Cobain, they all got married at 27. They did. <laughs> yeah, I did want to have kids around the age of 30, though, but that's six years ago, so... Yeah, um, okay. That... I don't think that ship sailed, um, but it's, it's coming close yeah. to sailing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to have kids? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, look, if I wasn't doing comedy, I probably would have done all this shit already. But Me too. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it, does, it does change things, you know. Um, it really does. Yeah. How would you say that? Yeah, they change things. They um, change things. Well... Uh, so I used to be a lawyer, as you know, um, and uh, <laughs> but uh, if you're listening out there, you probably didn't know that. Um, and so when I um, when I was doing that and comedy at night, I did have this feeling like if if I if I do those things now, like if I got married or um, had kids or bought property, I would be locked in. And I wouldn't ever be able to um, go off the path because th- that's like, you know, you're, yeah, now other people are relying on you. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, when I, when I quit um, to do stand-up, um, I, still, I quit with the intention of still trying to do all those things. Yeah. But um, the reality is, you know, like your income just vanishes like you and, and you have to build it again from from the ground up absolutely um yeah so and all that all that shit like um is is it yes. still recording yeah 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 all that shit is is um really expensive uh so yeah and you know it, oh, it, it, it just makes it all uh harder yeah, yeah. absolutely um the, the the cost of children and just the but it's it's even it's the time cost as well like uh, yeah. you know like school you know bef- like before they get to school it's just like you're with them all the time and mm. then it's you know taking to daycare or taking to school and and, and I'm living with my brother right now and it's um, they've got three kids they're about to have a fourth uh, popping out the C-sections due tomorrow mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah it's just like even I try to be present with the kids whilst I visit, but even if I like ha- was like, no, I'm blocking them off and I'm doing work, it's still like, there's a yeah. lot of energy and, and you're not just going to be dismissive of the kid, you know, and... Um, and they're not even yours. They're you not. You don't even love them. I do love them. I went all the way out to Tullamarine yesterday to watch the Victorian Football League women's match so I could be with uh, the kids in the afternoon. Oh, okay. After partying until four in the morning, I went and still made it to the football game. Yeah. That's how much I love them. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to support a female VFL because that's cool. Um, I'm not into football at all. But I, yeah, like just having kids is such a, like I, so I was, uh, I worked at a kindergarten for two years and then I was a nanny for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I, I love, I love, like I totally want to have kids and I, and it's a lot in my newer material. Um, but I, um yeah, there's two points. It's that uh, I would not have more than one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need siblings. <laughs> it's just like, and a kid has like it becomes so much more work. Like it doesn't, they yeah. don't just play with each other and make it easier. No, they, yeah, yeah, it's conflict. Yeah. Um, 
And then uh, there's three points. That only one, two. Uh, it's really hard to find a like a, a good option for a father, and that's the that's the biggest reason why I haven't had kids. Right. Just like in Berlin, it's just I yeah. Yeah, you're speechless at how bad the dating pool is. I can see it. The dating pool is good, but not for potential fathers. Why? Um, drug addicts and fiends. Drug addicts? Yeah. Which is why I've left like quite a few of my exes. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, you know, when you meet them and you're like, oh, we can party together. And then it's like, oh, yeah. no, you need that. Oh, this is not yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, the other reason is they're often too young. So, like, mm-hmm. I keep meeting people that are, like... 18. <laughs> Firm, young flesh. That's and then so you're like... soft and, like, <laughs> uncreased, you know? Yeah. No, they're, like, 25, 26, 27. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a lot that are, mm-hmm. you know, even 30. Like, I don't think people are ready to have kids at 30. It depends. Some people are mature um, and a lot of people aren't. Yeah. It's, yeah. I reckon you can you can tell... Within like a month. If they're mature? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, look, I usually only need four weeks and then it takes me two weeks to break up with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. You've got a, like quite efficient, it's an efficient process now. It is, it is. Yeah. But it's still like, ah, oh, another one. Like, because mm. that's the problem when you meet someone romantically, uh, you start romantically, you don't get to know them. As just friends, that nah, you want to, you want to bang, you want to like develop that chemistry mm-hmm. as well, and then it's like, so you, you're like, oh, maybe this is gonna work out, and then it's like, ah, oh, another one that doesn't, and then it's a quick yeah. turnaround, but it's still disappointing. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, finding good, good potential father, uh, the, uh, the only one child, and then what was the other thing? Um, hmm, there was another point. I think it was just the health of men. Yeah, like the 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 good. Good father thing is like also meeting someone and then people that are my age or age appropriate. Like my last boyfriend was 40 and um, he wasn't really into having kids. But then he was like, no, I, you're the person I'd like to have a kid with. And I'm like, I don't want to have convinced you, you know, like sure. I don't want to have I don't want to create a reluctant father. Like, yeah, I want to meet someone who's like, I want to be a dad, you know? Yeah. 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 But, you know, like that's the same as like sometimes. You know, someone doesn't want to get a cat and then their family wants them to get a cat. You know, like the dad doesn't want to have a cat in the house and then he ends up really Loving. being good with the cat. So, you know, yeah, I think you just got to let nature do its thing. Like babies are designed a particular way for you not to kill them and to love them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they have like big eyes and like they make these cute sounds and it's nature... Um, Basically, like, recognising that, um, you know, you're going to, at some point, feel, like, a lot of rage. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so anyway, yeah. uh, not to get into the nitty-gritty of that whole thing, but, um, yeah, like, the baby will will get its little claws in. The father will become less reluctant. 
I don't know though. My dad, for example, like he was able to kind of cut ties with his kids after a bad oh. divorce, and it's like. Okay. And my mum always tells me, not always. It sounds like she's like trying to hurt me, but she, she always tells me that my dad didn't want to have a second child. No, she doesn't right. always tell me that. And what are you in the? I'm the second child. Oh, okay. So after my brother, he was like, "Ah, that's it," and she was like, "No, I really want another," and he was like, "No, nah, that's it." And then eventually, right. She okay. got pregnant. Oh, fair, like, okay. Well, fair enough. I guess I'm just full of shit. But... No, 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 no. But no, the thing no, no. is, the thing is, he was <laughs> he was a really good dad. Well, you probably are full of shit, but no. He was a really good dad, yeah. but then the divorce kind of ruined him and yeah. um, and then made him like step back from sure. being a present father. And yeah. um, it was kind of like he stepped back into that whole, oh, being a parent's yeah. hard. But and, uh, yeah, to, look, to be fair, and I think you'll agree with this, obviously the family court is biased against men. Absolutely. And uh, we need to change it or abolish mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe not abolish the family court, but <laughs> definitely change the bias. Oh, I was just fucking around. I don't know anything. You don't know anything? No. Nah. So in terms of your legal work, it was all drug smuggling? Um, yeah. Was, yeah. Nothing, nothing to do with family stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, Are your parents still together? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone in my family has ever been divorced. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the Italian um, family bit. is, yeah, just, no. Stay to get, you made the commitment, you stay. Before God in a church. <laughs> Are you religious on Maybe any that's level? why it didn't work out for you. <laughs> you didn't have God you missing God. You know, like you thought you had to ask the state for permission, you don't. No, I need to ask God. You're missing one other person from your bridal party, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's what I need to have in my next relationship. Mm -hmm. I need Jesus along with me. Oh, no, he doesn't want to be involved now. You're divorced. Oh, I'm divorced. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure uh, my lifestyle meant he didn't want to be involved with yeah, me anyway. From the sound of things. <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, Jesus I don't know. I, I would get married again if it made... I don't know. I do like the terms wife and husband, but... Mm -hmm. More than partner? Yeah. Right. Why don't you like partner? I don't dislike it. I just think wife and husband is like... Whoa, the gravity mm. of it is impressive. Yes, I agree. It's like... Um, it has the feeling of like an oath. Yeah. It's like husband, wife, like, um, and you have... A fire burning in your house that never goes out. You know the hearth. Mm, the hearth, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I. Yeah, I agree. It's like a very. It brings in all the tradition. It it does, and it's got like this this um, yeah like deep uh, connection through history and mm. all the weight that comes um, along with that. Just yeah, tradition and. Um, mm. Yeah. Commitment and. Uh, yeah, partner sounds like. Like you have a business together. Exactly. Which um, is, you know, marriage is a corporation. A, a what, sorry? A corporation. Corporation? Yeah. What do you mean? Like when you get married, legally, that's, you're incorporating. Incorporating what? Like each other into, you're becoming like a, a, a company. Okay. Because you've become responsible for each other's assets and... Um, right. Yes. And everything. Okay. And so you're legally binding each other mm -hmm. and making yourselves um, financially yeah. okay. tied. Yes. So it is an incorporation. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. Okay. 
Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it is, it's all very interesting. Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> I don't want to disagree with you on your podcast. <laughs> you can absolutely disagree no, with okay. me. Please. No, um, it doesn't matter. But, no, how is it not? Uh, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I prefer just to dangle it out there. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm choosing not to disagree. I'm choosing, yes. yeah, to not. Yeah. Um, oh, come on. But... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I always felt that partner was, like, quite, I, I kind of like um, that it is a little bit more adult. Like, it's more adult than, like, girlfriend, boyfriend. Partner. Partner. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I, I love, like, um, I love, um, I love someone who's, like, this is my husband. And I'm like, hi. It's a great feeling. I'm a husband. This is my husband. I want to be, like, be a husband. It's so cool. Like I, yeah, I was always kind of against marriage because it was just like, why are we bringing the law into our love relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, why do we need to do that? There are laws regarding like de facto relationships. Once we yeah. live together long enough, sure. we have this like same rights, all of this stuff. <clears throat> but those terms, Husband and wife, it's yes. just, yeah, yeah, it's so, it's, it's really, and to be someone's wife is just like, mm. huh. And being farmers together, like, like imagine being in a marriage where um, y- y- you refer to each other as like um, father and mother, you know, like you've got kids mm. and you've got a farm. Why is and the farm part of this? Just, um for like the old school kind of Fine. thing and um and then you refer you refer to your husband as husband mm. and you and your husband refers to you oh sorry as as father and you and you your husband refers to you as mother just in the presence of the children though huh? yes. Yes, yes, yes yes yeah yes yeah it's like with my brother um talking to the kids being like oh go tell your dad that and then yes. hearing both my brother and his wife being yes. like, oh, you need to show daddy that or you need yes. to show mother But not that. dad, too informal. Oh, father. father. <laughs> you like the father. And mother. mother, yeah. And like before they leave your presence, they kneel down and you bless them. <laughs> that's a very different <laughs> Yeah, the, the farm just turned into a church, but that's, um, that's okay. That's what they used to do. They used to like lay hands. On the heads of their children. Yes. Devout, yeah. Not, no, but just like in terms of fathers and mothers used to do that yes. in farmhouses. Yes. They would they would put their hands yeah. on the heads of the children. I'm reading a historical romance novel at the moment. Okay, what's it um, called? By Philippa Gregory. It's called Tidelands. Okay. And um, yeah, she's very accurate. And yeah, that's what they were doing. That was their, their um, instead of hugs and kisses, that would be their sign of affection? Um, yeah. Like a hand on the head? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah sort of, but sort of more um, like sort of reverence than mm. affection or yeah, yeah it's more okay. formal okay yeah. okay so, so more like i want to bring that back you want to bring <laughs> <laughs> your children on their knees <laughs> <laughs> yes and god bless you um and keep you safe and then they go to school <laughs> do they have to kneel down um, hey do they have to kneel down um or well uh i mean no no i, I don't i wouldn't necessarily enforce the kneeling but okay. definitely the hand on the head. Yes. God bless you and keep you safe. 
Yeah. Did you have a lot of affection in your family as a child, like hugs and stuff? Well, we're really getting to it. Um, <laughs> I want to see what your parenting style is. Hey? How much this is informing yeah, Don't worry about my parenting style. <laughs> don't worry about it. Because I would say that I grew up with not as much affection as I would like to give the children that I have. Sure. You know, like I think um, uh, in New Zealand um, and uh, yeah, where like we grew up in the sort of like culture there. In New Zealand? Mm, I'm a Kiwi. How old were you when you moved to Australia? Three. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 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 But um, all that kind of community, that, you know, of my parents' parents and, and yeah, that family, very New Zealand, very, um, and also very English somehow and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, English, Irish, Scottish, and there was my okay. father's, which is Croatian. Yeah. And, um, and I think, yeah, the, and I think Australian culture and New Zealand culture, not super huggy, not super, no. I think that, that, that old generation was still very kind of like stoic and and mm -hmm. um repressed repressed yeah, yeah. and and, and it's so the english influence i think it is the english influence yeah. i don't know like that said like eastern europe is the same vibe and um yeah. i don't know about uh western europe really like Ita i think italians are more touchy and um, huggy yes depending yeah yeah i think so yeah right like my i had an ex um who, yeah, his mum, like, really taught me, like, she was so affectionate with me, and then I, it really allowed me to start being a bit more mm -hmm. affectionate with my family as well. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know, like, but you've been in an Italian, more an Italian family. Um, yeah, 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 pretty... Um... Pretty affectionate. Yeah. Demonstratively so. Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe compared to... Like English. A, an Aussie family, but yeah, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, yeah, we're all pretty close. That's like, how big's yeah. the family? Yeah, go on, um, family. Well, it's me and my sister in my immediate family, and then I've got, I want to say about three, maybe like nine cousins or something. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and and a bunch of aunties and uncles. And, yeah, so it is. It is a nice. Yeah, it's a good family. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, very high-achieving um, immigrant story, mm -hmm. doctors, when... lawyers. And so who was it that came over? Like, they, everyone came over? Um, grandparents? My generation? grandparents came over um, sort of late 50s, early 60s. Okay, cool. And my mum was born in Italy as well, and she came over when she was um, very, very young. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Proper, proper... My, yeah, because my, my um, histories, everyone came over, I think, like, early 1900s. So it's, like, the generation before that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, you know, pretty yeah. Kiwi. But, yeah, my mum got her um, ancestry, like, the DNA thing done. Mm -hmm. Have you done that? The DNA? Have I done it? The ancestry. I know what I am. You know. <laughs> I'm Italian. <laughs> what? There would be other stuff in there, though. Yeah. Like, we're not, you know. Yes, well, yeah, Sicilian part of the family, like, they say that there's a lot of, like, um, Arab influence. Arab, Greek. Um, like, the Moors and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but, no, yeah. I, no, I'm not curious at all. What, what, did, what's, what did yours say? Well, my brother did it, which, you know, we'd have pretty similar DNA, I guess. Yeah. Um, bit different, I guess, because you get different bits from your mom and dad. But mm -hmm. um, turns out it's like... Uh, 
huge amount English, then um, then Irish, then Scottish, then Swedish, Norway. Okay. Swedish, Norwegian, Germanic. Yeah. Then Croatian, mm-hmm. and then like um, uh, like Eastern. I don't know, like Eastern European somewhere, and then. Um, We've got some Maori blood as well somehow, right? Which is interesting, and uh, which because we don't like in the mm-hmm. bloodline, we can't see where. Maybe the sample got mixed, mixed up. up. No, no, because it's, it's it's I don't think so. So it's like we're trying to figure out where and because you know there's so many secrets. Maybe like in that the generation. postman was Maori or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it worked. No, but yeah, there's um, looking at the family tree. I think that generation there were so many secrets and because. Um, like children out of wedlock were so taboo, and you know, there's lots of, um, yeah, right things that aren't, aren't uh, shared in the family mm-hmm. openly about where people are really from, right? Who's yeah. really the father? Oh, okay, stuff like that, yeah. Um, or mother, yeah, yeah, no, it's... no, you're pretty solid. So it's Sicily, and where else? Um, I'll just, yeah. Pretty much all Sicilian. Just Sicilian. My yeah. stepfather's Sicilian, so we've got mafia connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in Sicily? Um, mm. So my mum's side is from uh, Capo de Lando, okay. uh, which is near Messina. Uh-huh. And my dad, uh, his dad is from Lipari, which is one of the little islands near Sicily. Okay. Um, and his mum is from Vasto, which is up near Rome, like it's the mainland. So okay, I don't know any of those places. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah all beautiful places. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I don't know. Like, what is it even? Um, yeah, that meant used to mean something, but I think I'm a, one generation too late to really be considered ethnic here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, which is like has been a hard thing. To accept, like I'm just, um, you know, white. Um, yeah, because I wanted to, like, you know, growing up, I thought I would have access to the full suite of slurs, and then you know you get into your thirties and like, and it's like no, you can't say any of them. You're talking about like slurs against um, different ethnic groups. Different ethnic yeah, groups. Yeah. Um, which you know, if you're ethnic enough, you can still say, but. Um, no, Italians, yeah, our race card has expired, unfortunately. It, it really has. Well, I don't yeah. think Italians have ever had, like, because I've only dated, like, real Italians. Mm-hmm. So, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, fresh from the source. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, they don't have, it's crazy, like, how my, my take on most Italians and I love a lot of them, but there's like a, a strong sort of theme of like generally very culturally arrogant and uh, and racist. Right. These are Italians from Italy. Yeah. Like yeah, as yeah. in, right, culturally arrogant. What do you mean? Yeah, just like uh, Italy's the best. Italy's the best. Nothing yes. wrong with Italy. It is. I mean, it's a great country. It is great history, yeah. but like still extremely flawed and like... I think any any level of pa- like um, of nationalism, pa- yeah, nationalism, patriotism, nationalism, yeah, just like when it's to the point where it's like, oh, we're better. It's like stop, you know, stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think in most cases that's right, but 
in that specific case. It's like, well, there is an argument. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but then, like, meeting quite a few Italians that have, like, not very well um, hidden um, affection for, you know, Mussolini, the fascist yeah. era. Like, this, that's still around. I'm not saying all Italians at all, but, like, that's, mm. that's there. And it's yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a different time, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not a good time. Um, Do you speak any Italian? Not fluently, no. But you can understand no. from yeah. your grandparents yeah. and stuff and, yeah. and mum and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, um, uh, weird that I studied Italian for so long and um, it's just... One of those things where it's like, wow. I think, I guess my, my university degree taught me that you'll spend time on things that you don't use again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Japanese and Italian. What the fuck? Like, how? Yeah, but probably you were getting the first, like, few little inklings that you would end up moving uh, to Europe. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably a certain type of person, right? I guess I always wanted to be somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. Um, and um, and what kind of music were you listening to? What kind of music was I listening yeah. to when? At that time, like uni days. Uni days. You into like the Shins and or like the Garden State soundtrack. Mm, yeah, like Garden State soundtrack was alright. Mm -hmm. Although probably stuff that's a bit more aggressive. Aggressive. Like you know, teenage times, super into like Rage Against the Machine and Radiohead right. and. Right. Um, and like Australian, you know, Spider Bait and, and, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. um, although that was earlier teenage times, yeah. right? Um, yeah, lots of stuff. Nirvana was more primary school, you know? Right. Okay. Uh, why do you ask that? No, just, um, I've been getting back into like all that music and... From that time? Yeah. Yeah. I had to do a gig, uh, on the weekend um in Port Punka, which was um like sort of near the ski area uh in victoria mm -hmm. and the crowd was mostly a lot older like probably around 50s would have been the average age and um you know when you do gigs in the city you're definitely talking mostly to a younger crowd like people who are my age or younger yeah. i would say yeah. Um, and then going out there and having to communicate to this much older crowd who just do not give a shit about um, most of the things that I tend to talk about with with um, younger audiences. Mm -hmm. And it just it made me aware of like um, of of uh, how there are generations and mm -hmm. um, like how I'm different from them and I'm also different from much younger people. And can I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about, um, like the people who are my age and how we all went through these certain like cultural movements. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just sort of stop talking about them, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, it's such a, it's so embarrassing to like talk about being a millennial now. Is um, it? I think so. Just because the whole 
conversation is so stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, it was like it's always simplified. Like, oh, you know, we can't buy houses, and then like, oh, you should stop paying, like buying breakfast. You know, like it's just that all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, talking to all those fucking old people just made me realize, like, oh, actually, um, is important. Yeah. So anyway, I've been. What's, re- what's re- important? Uh, Your just generation. Like that, yeah, like being conscious of all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, what, what? and so I've been revisiting like all the old music that I used to listen to. I feel like I've been doing that in Australia yeah. a bit. But like I've been going deeper, like to primary school times as well. Like, like do you, did you ever listen to Diesel? Diesel oh, was like a... He used to tour with Jimmy Barnes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw him perform live at the opening of the Hard Rock Cafe in Melbourne. Oh, wow. And like, I, I, apparently I fell asleep uh, during the concert. Right. And I was like a kid kid. Yeah. I was listening to Diesel. I think it's also because you go to the supermarkets and in the supermarkets they play music and it was like, I knew every word to every song that was playing in like yeah. these Adelaide supermarkets. Yeah. And it was taking me straight back to primary school. Like they're, yeah. they're playing music from the 90s. And yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, I, I go through little waves like listening to like Something for Kate or listening to Powderfinger, like it. Yeah, sort of going back and listening to these, like particularly Australian um, artists. Yeah. And like, it was funny. Um, uh, Courtney Barnett came to Berlin re- like recently and I was like, oh, I won't buy a ticket because I'm not that much of a fan. And then my boyfriend at the time was like, oh, my friend's got a f- like two free tickets. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go. I knew every word to every song. And I was like, when was I listening to her? Right. <laughs> yeah. I love her. And it was like, it was so fucking weird. But um, but I'm curious what you couldn't what what would what do you talk about that that generation couldn't um, um, care about? So um, let's see, my own sexual proclivities. Mm-hmm. Um, Why don't you think they can't connect to that? Um, I I don't know. Um, Is that I you guess. second guessing, or were they really pulling away and not in, not interested? Um, no, I, 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 I can tell. Um, yeah, so I'd say like um, anything to do with dating mm-hmm. or like it's like you're talking to an audience of people who've mostly been married for at least 30 years um, and like country marriage, Yeah, a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, that... Um, Uh, the Queen, like, you know, having an irreverent take on the Queen's death. People are like, you know what? She actually was a very important lady. Yeah, that generation. Yeah, they really revere. That demographic. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, just like, you know, the gym. <laughs> like, what? We don't, people in the country don't go to the gym. No. They, I don't know what they do, but they don't do that. Yeah, I don't think they have that as a thing. Like, yeah. oh, they're like, no, we. I don't know what they do. In the country. They walk. They don't walk either. They drive everywhere. I don't know. Yeah. I think they do go for walks. They go for walks. I think they go for walks at dusk. Yeah, exactly. Um, I sort of my take on performing to that kind of generation. I haven't performed country like living in the country 
people of that generation. But I, I just feel like Adelaide is kind of country townish. As mean as that might sound, um, but compared to say Berlin or Melbourne, it's a bit more of a, a bit more of a quiet, sleepy vibe. It's yeah, it's it's a it's just a, it's a smaller city. It is a city. But yeah, it is a city. Yeah. But so um, my take, like how I sort of, yes, I they're not going to directly relate to anything I'm talking about, but they are. They're listening to me. They're able to enjoy a younger person's perspective on mm. life these days. So it's not that right. they're going to directly connect, but they're going to be like, "Oh, that's how the what those what my those, children's those generation are doing." Sick freaks of thinking. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, like um, my really realizing, like feeling that um, as their experience of our standup mm. um, was uh, when I only had three people, like my smallest audience in Adelaide, mm. three people that were all over, over 60, um, one married couple and a dude whose wife wasn't. wasn't and what's the name of your show? My name, Cream Pie Curious, mm -hmm. and they, they all came to my show yeah. and they knew what it was about, yeah. you know? Yeah. And... Um, and at the end of it, um, the, the wife of the, the dude that was there, she was just like, oh, you know, I, I should have done what you did and divorced this guy and gone on and had an interesting life. And so interesting hearing what you've done with your life. And, you know, you should write a book. And, mm. and it's just, and yeah, them hearing it, like these are 60 year they're just sort of hearing, like it's like reading a book or watching Was a he movie. there? He was right next to her. And she said, I should have divorced. She was joking though. You know, at that age, I think the you know, she's like, oh, he's, you know, oh, he's so annoying. And I can't believe I stayed with him. I could have had a much more interesting life. But, right. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. They were a really cool couple. Like, and wow. he was just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. That is a nice couple. Yeah. If you can talk about your regret of getting married in front of each other. <laughs> you're right. A, you're a cool couple. They also talked about lots of other things like right. um, their sex toys. and. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they talked about how they, they dispose of their sex toys every time they go away um, so that their children don't find them, which, you yeah. know, that's some, yeah. that's some, that's, that's some, that's some yeah. good parenting there. Yeah, I hate the idea of anyone older than me having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of older people because we're going to get old. I want to think that I'm still yes. going to be able to be And like, when I'm old, having sex at that age will be normal. Yeah. But right now it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> And wrong. And wrong. <laughs> In the eyes of God, it's wrong. Yeah, that's how I feel, I think, is, um, yeah, I don't think they should have sex. Ha ha. I'm serious. Come on. Come on. No, they, the government the should, government should do something about it. <laughs> you think once, I was thinking about um, that with my brother, and it's like, when you're having kids, you know, you're having sex to have the kids. But the kids are so young, they don't realize that that's where they come from. And it's this interesting thing of like, if you have a teenager and then you have a kid, then it's so clear for the teenager that, ew, you guys are still having sex. Yeah. And not just having sex. Having sex raw. Raw. Yeah. 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 Like cream pine. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's right. I mean... Yeah, there's no way around that, is there? There's none. There's really um, none. Like, they're just... Fluids everywhere. Yeah. All the contact. Yeah. Do you think period sex is less um, less uh, enjoyed? In a, like, do you think period sex is a thing that's not... A, it, like, I haven't encountered that many people in Europe that have been anti-period sex. Mm -hmm. But in Australia, I have. Right. 
Is, is there a reason why you're asking me specifically, or is it just like a general? Just a general. Okay. It's not like no, because I, I have. A, I used to have a bit on, oh, about this um, uh, that I don't do anymore because I'm trying to be a better comedian and well, not talk about sex. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just, I just am so disgusted uh, by my own act sometimes that. <laughs> I'm so sad I missed this. I, <laughs> that I, missed that this I just, yeah, I just feel embarrassed all the time <laughs> about the fucking crap that I talk about. Um, Share. What, hey. was the, what, was the, what was the premise? So the bit was um, a lot of guys get weird about having sex with a woman while she's on a period. Why do? Um, or a lot of guys. A lot of guys yep. do. Personally, I don't care. Period, no period, as long as there's blood. And it doesn't have to be hers. It could be mine. It could be pigs. There just needs to be a small amount of blood from the room so I can come. So that's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And like, I mean, as a joke, it's very, I know that it's well structured, um, but it's definitely one of those things where like when I wrote it, I was like, that is fucking hilarious. And I still think it is. But to say that every night takes a toll. Like it just feels shit. So what? Um, anyway, is it? Yeah. but, um, yeah, there are bits that I can't do like that. I don't like, like once I've, I, I nail it, then it's like, okay, that goes into the structure of this bigger thing. And I don't want to be doing it at open mics all the time. It's not a bit that I want to always do. Y- yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have, um, I have a theory that you can't like, if you say things enough times, they tend to become true. Um, yeah. And so... Yeah, I I just. Are you worried that you're gonna only be able to come if you, there was blood involved? <laughs> um, no, but more that, you know, if if you if you make a particular disgusting joke, once or twice, you're having fun with your friends. If you routinely make disgusting jokes, um, like all the time, and it doesn't, it and there's no like. Feeling anymore, like that feeling is gone of like. I'm doing something naughty. Yeah. Um, then that's just the person that you're becoming, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, that's why I like to talk about the shops or mm-hmm. shit like that is because I have absolutely no problem with that material. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about like what kind of person am I? Interesting. Cause I do yeah. like a lot of my material does talk, you know, on the topic of, uh, but it's like, it's very, yeah, but I think the difference is maybe, maybe the difference is, I don't know, because it's your take and your experience. But for me, I only start feeling uncomfortable when there's a part of the message of the bit that's not true. And for example, the, like that's a funny joke, but yeah. it's not actually true that you need blood to it come. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's where it starts feeling, because it's, it's, you know doing doing like a lot of people will make up stuff or you know write stuff that's not true but I think when you're you know you've got to have the um you've got to have the motivation you know for me I need it to be true for it to to at least right emotionally true exactly yeah and so I do have a bit um for example where I talk about how I get people to fuck me hard enough like rough enough and um and it's not like it's a well-written joke and it like it's clever and it is funny but I've sort of retreated from doing it regularly because I realize, like, because it doesn't hold, like, it's not true. I'm not telling 
this group of people to say this and this group of people to say this mm. to fuck like to really sure. rough me up and so even though it's a well-written joke the lack of truth means it just doesn't feel right in the end uh, when I yeah. do it all the time and yeah or regularly you know just when I do it yeah um but all the other like filthy stuff that I say it is true and so in in saying it it's I'm not worried about the person I'm becoming, even though there is a level of what society would determine as gross connected to it. In talking about it, I'm trying to sort of de-shame it or, you know. Right. And so make it, it's still funny. Like, as yeah. in like, the situation's funny, but there shouldn't be any shame attached to it. And so sure. that's why I'll keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah. No, I get you. And I wouldn't mm. ever, um, like, say that um, any of this shit that I'm saying is applicable to anyone else. Mm. I just... Um, I just I, I worked it out a little while ago that um, the only stuff that I can say over and over is stuff that I'm just not uncomfortable with mm. and like a lot yeah and and the list of topics that I am uncomfortable with um, is actually pretty large. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, the shops. But um, yeah, I I mean to go back, I don't care about about that um period sex but also oh, period sex. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. also yeah i don't i don't know like i forgot i asked that i just much. i just yeah <laughs> i just i just feel like um <clears throat> sex uh as a topic um shouldn't be discussed in public uh, <laughs> um all right we have yeah, very different takes on you that your um, husband or wife and your priest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, the, obviously I love the topic. Um, I actually forgot that I asked that, but yeah. Yeah, the one guy I hooked up, I've hooked up with in Australia so far wasn't into period sex, so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on out there. And like my ex-husband wasn't into it either. I also wonder if it's... <laughs> it... <laughs> I don't understand why you'd be into period, not into period sex, but be into anal. I don't get that. Um, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had to argue the point. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to. Um, but the logic is flawed, no? Like what? You'd prefer the possibility of shit to blood. Like it's crazy, huh? Um, I think, yeah, but also... Um, I don't think you're going to logic your way into period sex. Yeah. I just um, don't know that anyone's that good at arguing. <laughs> I'd like to think I am. Hey, I'm, the thing is yeah. I'm like a one night stand. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be laying down the, you know, I just be like, okay. Yeah. But in a relationship, it's like, like with my ex-husband, that was a thing for him. And I look back and I'm like, why did I not like, not what? argue, like, like, like talk it out with him. And be like, Maybe I don't understand. you're trying you're to like... preserve the relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I think you... in a relationship, you should be able to discuss those things. And really... of, of course. Like... But also that feeling of like, this is gross, is a very sort of fundamental, visceral feeling. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to get behind that. And um, I, I just don't know that you can ever... Um, argue someone out of a kind of basic reaction yeah um yeah i think you're a yeah point. and you know 
also, yeah, yeah, why would you want to? But to yeah. get what you want, but no, if it's yeah. a, yeah, it's, but it's also there's a, it's yucky, it's yucky. <laughs> but you know, you, you can teach kids right to to transform their um, disgust, disgust. You know, things they'll they'll be like, ugh, zucchini's disgusting, and then after a few years, they're like, oh, this is actually like a decent vegetable. You know, okay. Um, and I don't know why zucchini is always the vegetable that comes sure. to mind. But, um, so in this case, your husband's the child yes. and the zucchini is my blood. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I mean, eat it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no. but, yeah. but no, it's more like, um, I think often disgust is, um, people's because it's such a, it's a strong reaction. People haven't necessarily, um, questioned it. And looked at it and they've just had this reaction they've maintained it and um maybe that because it's just this reaction they haven't actually sat back and gone and i think that's a, a thing with a lot of you know a lot of our yeah you know um snap judgments mm. you need to step back and emotional responses you need to step back and go what what why what's informing this mm -hmm. yeah yes yeah. yes no that's um yeah that's all true yeah. <laughs> no, I just didn't. I no, not just. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Um. Yeah. How far into this um episode did you realize that I was going to be a good guest? I don't think you're a bad guest. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just... <laughs> You're not a bad guest. What are you doing? <laughs> Is that I enjoy talking to you. That's yeah. the only point oh, okay. of the of the podcast. Yeah. Is that I enjoy the chat. Yeah, it's interesting. It's super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you make me laugh Thanks. either way. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's. Uh, I think we'll wrap up in a bit. But let me just see how much we have recorded. All right, we're pretty much at sixty. Nice. Um, where can people find you, by the way? Uh, follow me on um, Instagram and uh, TikTok at uh, Enter the Portman, E N T E R T H E P O R T M A N. Enter the Portman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why and I have some of my jokes um, online, and you can judge for yourself uh, whether they're funny. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably listening to this going, this cunt is not funny at all. Well, hear the jokes first. Hear the jokes. Don't judge me on a podcast. I'm not a podcaster. Well, I've, uh, I've enjoyed this. This went to places that I... Listen to the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Just listen and then decide. Because I think you'll find that you do enjoy them. Podcast, I mean, you probably haven't even gotten to this part. <laughs> I've been such a bad guest. But... but <laughs> Uh, if you have, check out the jokes. You'll like the jokes. I reckon you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed I'm not going to see any period jokes, but, um, nope. but that's okay. But that's also on there. It is? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you, you still like it to be connected to you? I'm not ashamed of having told the joke. I just don't want to keep telling it. Okay. Yeah. But I think there's also a natural lifespan of a joke, like that you just you get to a point where you're like, no, nah, it's done. I don't want to be. I don't want to be saying it anymore. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you know, you grow out of things. And mm. No one's grown more than I have, so. <laughs> <laughs> but 
There is one joke that I've got that I really have to be, yeah, like it's, it's really quite hardcore. And, um, and yeah, I had one week where I, like I pulled it back out because it was something that came out straight after the sort of lockdowns. And it was really, it's really quite, quite like disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and, um, and yeah, I, I pulled it back out for a week where I did like a show called Hose of Berlin and then like ultra dirty comedy. Mm-hmm. And I did it at ultra dirty comedy and it like it was a small audience, but like it, it really killed. And, um, and then the next night I did it at a show called Hose of Berlin and these, this audience was just like, just revolted by me. Like, like they yeah. just could not. I actually ended up ended up becoming quite a fun, like I quite like the recording of it because I really like kind of lashed out against them a little bit and oh, it okay. became quite like nicely oppositional because they just weren't um, <laughs> weren't getting behind it at all or, right. or reacting. Um, but um, but that that's a joke where I just can't. The jokes about what I fantasize about and how I like felt like I'd matured as a woman based on what I fantasized about mm-hmm. and um, and it moves into. Um, you know what the abbreviation ATP is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. We'll just leave it at that. Um, and uh, and yeah, if if an audience doesn't like it, then they really don't like it. And yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because they just wanted to have a nice night out. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> and um, yeah, I yeah. No, I mean, and it hurts. And the thing is, when when they really don't, when people really aren't able to connect with it, it's like quite the, quite the opposite reaction. And it hurts as a comedian, like it hurts as a person when everyone is not enjoying what you're saying and feels, you know, yeah. attacked. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the hard part of those things. Yeah, Disgusting yeah. Jokes. Yes, yes. Um, and I don't enjoy that feeling. Um, yeah. No, that was like that was one of the hardest gigs I think I've had in the last what, six months or longer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Yuck. I think that's a good word for uh, that. Might go into the title. Okay. Do you have any title suggestions for this? Um, listen to the end. <laughs> <laughs> Pig blood. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well, um, uh, I'm going to wrap up. Cool. So it was uh, Enter the Portman. Yep. I'll ask later. Uh, if you haven't, if you've listened to the whole of this, thank you. <laughs> Find me at AF Barros if you haven't already. And uh, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin in Melbourne. Thank you so much and goodbye. Bye. Nice.